Hi, welcome to uh, episode three of the Speaking English podcast. I'm Evan. I'm Addie. And uh, today we're good. We're mixing it up a little bit. We found a 30-day film challenge list from everyone's Instagram story now that there's nothing to do. So we're just going to run through that and <laughs> have a good time. But before that, before we get into that, how has your week been? What have you been up to? It's been pretty good. What about yours? It's been not bad. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> there's yeah, there's not much going on, but uh yeah, honestly. Do you have anything to recommend based uh, on right this before past week? We started this, I just finished watching The Good Place and I would recommend that. It was really fun. Okay, that's a TV show, right? Yeah. You've never What's seen it? Uh-uh. This sounds familiar. I've definitely heard people talk about it. It was really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. It's about uh, this group of people who die, and they there's like a good place and a bad place in the afterlife, and these people are in the good place, but one of them, um, Kristen Bell, is like she's a bad person so she thinks that there's like a flaw in the system and she wasn't supposed to be there and then wacky adventures ensue oh interesting is it what's it available on netflix or yeah netflix gotcha um i also have a tv series on netflix it's one that i just started though um it's called sunderland till i die i've never heard of that it's a docu-series about a football team in England. Okay. Um, and basically how, like when I say football, I mean soccer, just so <laughs> we're on the same page because they call it football in England. Right. I used to that. Um, but so basically like how, how they structure their stuff there is that the bottom three teams in whatever division go down and the top three from the second division go up. So it's a docuseries about this team that got relegated from the top division down. And it's just, they filmed them for the entire season. Um, and they, it's not a spoiler because like it happened in real life before the show came out, but they relegate two years in a row they get last place so like it's just a complete disaster going from the top division to the third division in two seasons right and so like it's just entertaining to watch I've only seen like the first couple of episodes but it's just like a total collapse and everything goes (laughs) terrible and I'm just excited to see what happens (laughs) yeah that's very unique concept for a show (laughs) Sounds pretty interesting. It's, yeah. I don't know if like, because the thing is, is when they started filming this, like there's no way that they knew they were going to do so bad that year right. again. Like it was just, they dropped from the first division. So I just think it's crazy that it worked out like that. That is crazy. That's probably like the reason why I'm watching it more than anything else is just mm-hmm. <laughs> how bad will it get? But yeah, that's uh that's my recommendation from the week. Maybe I'll check it out. I need a new show now that I finished The Good Place. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh, another thing. This isn't from this week, but I also started watching Community because they put it back on Netflix. I love Community. That show is so good. It's so, it's so good. funny. It is really so funny. And it just keeps getting like wackier and wackier as it goes which i think is so fun it's it's like a pretty normal sitcom yeah and then it just it just does not end that way goes off the rails (laughs) yeah Yeah, i've seen through the first season and there's the paintball episode at the end of the first season is so good (laughs) it is so good they do incredible episodes it becomes like a little series within the show oh gotcha yeah so I guess since I finished the first season this week, that can also be my yeah from this week. A great recommendation. I back that one up. All right. <laughs> um, so I think I feel like this film challenge thing will take a while. So let's just jump right into it. Okay. So uh, if you don't know, 
anyone listening, <laughs> basically, ever since this quarantine qu- quarantine started, <laughs> quarantine. I said that once last episode, <laughs> and now I'm doubting myself every time. Um, ever since it started, there's been these people going on Instagram saying, "I'm bored. Let's do." whatever challenge this challenge that Mm -hmm. and I do excuse it to a certain extent because (laughs) it really is nothing better. you can't just tell people find something better to do because right (laughs) it's honestly not so uh we've given in (laughs) and decided that as long as it's not dragged out over an entire month yeah 30 days of challenge (laughs) one hour (laughs) condensed into one Let's do it. Um, all right. Day one, most recently watched film. That's easy. You first. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> last night I watched Sorry to Bother You. Oh. Which I really enjoyed. It was so crazy. I would call it the second strangest film I've ever watched, second only to The Lighthouse. Huh. <laughs> It, yeah, it gets weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it gets, like, very unexpectedly weird. Yeah, it gets to a certain point and then just takes a hard right turn. Yeah, are we spoiling movies in this? Uh, Let's not spoil that one. Okay. (laughs) It might just be a (laughs) case-by-case basis because we set out those rules, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And also, like, in general, we kind of give them time to prepare by announcing the movie the week before Mm -hmm. so maybe we should try to avoid them here okay and or at least spoiler alert if anything happens sounds good if we really want to get into something um my most recently watched movie was uh it was called closely watched trains which I watched last night and this morning because our internet went out with 10 minutes left in the movie. But uh, I thought it was excellent. It was um, was from the Czech New Wave, which we we talked about the Czech New Wave in film class, film history. And this is the second movie I've seen from it. And I really want to watch more because both the ones I've seen, I've loved nine out of 10. Wow. It was the one I watched last night. It was so funny. Oh, that's cool. Um, it reminded me a lot of Wes Anderson. I love that guy. Style humor. It just, cause it was like, there's a lot of like subtle, like the jokes weren't really over the top or obvious. And there's a lot of stuff with like how it was framed. Mm-hmm is what found a lot of the humor but nice yeah it, it kind of reminded me of the grand budapest hotel because it was kind of set around the same time oh that's cool that's i don't know gave off the same vibes of it but yeah all right day two best film series this one i honestly i don't think that i have an answer for me came to me and then i like even just googled film series and like uh, look through the list and I was like I don't feel strongly about any of these yeah I don't really know on this one either two that come to mind are the godfather that's what I was gonna say <laughs> but the thing is I've never seen the third godfather <laughs> I haven't seen those in a long time so I don't know if I could it's, still say that with confidence but. gotcha I will I feel like I can't answer with that just because I've only seen two-thirds of it yeah (laughs) but uh i'm gonna go with the lord of the rings i think i have not seen those oh gotcha my my mom would be disappointed (laughs) well i really like feel i have to read it first that's true yeah i'm so like intimidated by those books do you have access to those books like do you have copies of them no i don't own them okay Cause I was thinking we could do that for our thing because I'm going to reread them soon. I could order it on Amazon. I've been wanting to read it forever. I don't know. We'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> That's more the end of the episode thing. <laughs> um, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Cool. Day three, favorite female actor? Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. 
that's my final answer. <laughs> She's quite good. She's the uh, best. I'm going to have to go with Emma Stone. Nice. I like her in everything she does, I think. Very funny. I feel like she has bad movies. I just haven't seen them, though. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any. Yeah, so that works out great. (laughs) Uh, Day four, favorite male actor. Wow, didn't see that one coming after favorite female actor. I don't know. This is one that I change a lot. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is, like, nailed down in my number one spot. But favorite male actor, I don't feel as strongly about. But right now, I would probably have to say Timothy Chalamet. I love Classic. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, I don't really know for sure on this one. I might have to go with Ryan Gosling. He is great. Um, he is great. But it's, like, a basic answer because I'm just picking the two La La Land leads. <laughs> but I was thinking about this the other day is, like... <laughs> He's in, like, a good amount of, like, some of my favorite movies ever. Like what? La La Land. Like La La Land. (laughs) Um, And Drive. Those those two are, like, in near the top ten. Like, solid. These are my favorite movies. Um, And then he's also in Blade. I thought he was great in the new Blade Runner. Yeah. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. But that's definitely Mm. on my list right now. Gotcha. Yeah, I thought he did great in that. And then also, have you ever seen The Nice Guys? No, I really, I remember really wanting to when that one came out. Yeah, so it came out the same year as La La Land. And I re, I have it on like DVD and I rewatched it over, I want to say break, but it's not even a break. I'm just home. (laughs) (laughs) Just chilling. I'm just living with my parents just full time now. I'm just going to say it's a break so it doesn't feel as sad. But The Nice Guys is criminally underrated. It is so good. Okay, I will check that one out soon. Yeah. Um, So I guess I'll go with him. There's a couple more that, like, I've liked and things I've seen with them in it, but I just haven't seen a whole lot. So I need to, like, reserve my judgment until I see more of the stuff they're in. Okay. Um, I'll leave it at that for now. This the day five I've struggled with um, worst film you've ever watched. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that one because all the ones that are coming to my head are like movies I knew would be bad, and that's like why that I watched them, and they're just like seriously bad. You know what I mean? But that's one of them. So it feels like kind of a cop out answer to say one of those. Yeah. I say we just skip this one. Okay. I think this question's dumb. <laughs> okay. Because even, like, I like watching even bad movies. I just like only watching them once. Yeah. You know, it's like, I've seen it. It was fun. What? Do what? Sorry, you cut <laughs> Sometimes out. Sometimes fun to watch a bad movie. Yeah. With your friends. I agree. Uh, alternatively, for day six, what is the best film you've ever watched? I don't know. I have, like, a list of a lot of my favorite movies. How am I supposed to choose one? I Do don't you know. Have one final answer? I have, oh, okay, so this is, like, the question's asking the best film you've ever watched, which I think is different from your favorite. Okay. Because I know, I, I have an answer for both of them. I know okay. what my number one favorite is, and I know what I think is, like, the best one that I've ever watched. Okay. My number one favorite is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh-huh. Um, but the best one I've ever watched and my third favorite is called <laughs> Eight and a Half. Oh, yeah. Fellini, yeah. Yeah. And, like, the reason is, is that that movie is really hard to recommend to people right. that aren't with it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> don't know what Fellini's about or, like... <laughs> I don't know, but just like every time I watch that movie, I'm just baffled by how good it is. <laughs> mm. I don't know if I really have. I don't feel like like you are allowed to say what you think is the most <laughs> objectively good movie ever because this is what you study. I don't think I get to say something like that. <laughs> I, I don't mean, have a favorite and that's it. 
I don't see why not. <laughs> There's no right answer. <laughs> Um, there can definitely be wrong answers, but there's no right <laughs> answer. Okay, I will say among the movies that are my, my favorites, the thing that I think, the one that I think is most like universally viewed as a really good movie is Goodwill Hunting. Mm, gotcha. That's what I'll stick with. I haven't seen that in a while. I should rewatch that. I love that, that movie. It's excellent. I remember Robin Williams did very well. Yes. <laughs> Every, I mean, everyone yeah. did really well. <laughs> All right. Uh, day seven, a movie that makes you cry. Coco. That was my answer, too. <laughs> I've seen Coco two times. I cried both times. That's seen, never happened to me with any other movie. Me, that's the exact same case, except I've seen Coco four times. <laughs> And the same moment every time it gets me. Which moment is it for you? When he comes back and he's singing to the grandma. Yep. <laughs> oh wait, is that a spoiler? No, that's not a spoiler. If you never, know. if you haven't seen the movie, you don't know what that means. But. Yeah. Well, that's what makes me cry as well. Yeah. That's, that's uh, like, who who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> okay. One really weird thing, kind of related to that, though, is that. I never cried at movies until like I graduated from high school. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I think because that was also kind of around the time that like, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with like paying more attention when I'm watching stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Cause I was going to mention this in an earlier episode, but like going along with like trying to get into watching more movies, I think a big part of it is kind of um, lending yourself to the movie when you're watching it like try to go without distractions yeah um because i feel like especially with um kind of the more artsy fartsy stuff (laughs) like a lot of people kind of think that it's not good because they're kind of either not expecting what they get or else not really kind of giving it enough of themselves because giving enough of themselves to get what like get enough as much out of it right i, I think um and i think that like that's very rewarding most of the time yeah um so like i would recommend that to people too is um like when you're watching something at least to start off with mm-hmm. if if it's like terrible and boring mm-hmm. it's like it's whatever just get through it i do that sometimes but like every time i watch something i try to go in to like simulate um like being in a cinema as close as I can yeah which I kind of didn't really get until going to college too Mm -hmm. because at film school like all your classes are in like a big screening room which is basically like a movie theater and like all this on-campus stuff and it's like truly like a completely different experience from watching a movie any other way right um so like whenever I try to watch something and it's really kind of hard now and a little bit frustrating is that I can't really do that right now. Cause like, even if I watch it in the living room, it's, it's different. Cause it's not like in a theater that like the screen is up there and it fills up your entire world and you can right. just get lost <laughs> in it. And I love, that's what I love probably the most. Um, so like whenever I try to watch anything, I try to get as close to that as I can with whatever means. Yeah, I really like that. Sorry, that went way off the rails of the film. No, I think 30 that day film fun. challenge. I just, yeah. I meant to like say, so, mention that earlier and I just kept forgetting. So, <laughs> a film that makes you happy, day eight Kiki's Delivery Service. Ah, uh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's the best. I need to round out my Miyazaki's. I have a Kiki's Delivery Service poster. That's how happy it makes me. Uh, it's so wholesome. Yeah, I heard that one is like kind of the most wholesome. Yeah, I just love it. That's awesome. I recently watched Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, which is like his first one. Nice. And that, that was enough. my first 10 star first watch of this year. I nice. love it. So good. Um, let me think. 
makes what makes me happy. Oh, uh, I got to go with Ratatouille for this one. <laughs> Great choice. That is my second favorite movie of all time. <laughs> it's, it's, just be, it's so underrated because like, it's about like being an artist. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't know if I really got that meaning until I watched it like in high school. Yeah. It's like, wow, everyone's missing out. I think that's probably what I think is the best Pixar movie. Hmm. I would have it's to just, that. yeah, it is delightful. It is so good. And it makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't watch the end of that movie without just like, or I can't without <laughs> just grinning my face off. <laughs> All right. Going off of that, what is your favorite comedy film? Wet Hot American Summer. Haven't seen it. Oh my god! I think it's the funniest movie of all time. Do you have have you seen Hot Rod? Yeah, I just rewatched Hot Rod recently. Hot Rod, I, it's like in the same vein of comedy as Hot Rod, which I think is so funny. I love okay. Hot Rod. So Wet Hot American Summer is even funnier. Takes the cake. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I recently just rewatched Hot Rod. And uh, we can get into that on our monthly wrap-up episode. Yay! I love to talk about Hot Rod. That's a fave of mine. Do you think that The Big Lebowski counts as a comedy film? Yeah, for sure. All right, that is definitely my favorite. (laughs) I love that movie so much. (laughs) Good. I'm going to try to buy it on Blu-ray before the end of break. My tax return came in today, so I'm going to go on a spending spree. Nice. By all my favorite movies because Grand Budapest is coming out on Criterion at the end of the month. So I got to pre order that. Nice. So excited about it. <laughs> uh, day 10, what is the scariest film you've ever watched? Hereditary, hands down. That, that's the correct answer. <laughs> I don't uh, think I would accept any other answer. That's fair. I haven't seen it, so I can answer differently. Oof. I don't watch horror movies is the thing. Why not? <laughs> because I get scared. I don't know. <laughs> oh, as a as point. a kid as a kid growing up, I was always just too scared to watch horror movies. Sure. And now that I'm like kind of filling in a lot of the gaps and watching more, yeah. Most of them aren't that scary and I just like um like freak myself out. <laughs> sure. But I don't know. I'll have to check is that not out. my favorite horror movie, but it is absolutely the scariest. The scariest. It was so disturbing. Yikes. I would never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Um, so for this one, I think I'm not going to go with a horror movie. Okay. I mean, I don't know. It probably might could be described as a horror movie, but I'm going to say Mulholland Drive. I don't know what that is. It's uh, David Lynch. Do you know David Lynch? Vaguely. He is the coolest. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he's he's very interesting guy. But um, Mulholland Drive is another one that I'm going to try to buy using my tax return money. But it's just, it's a tale of uh, fame and Hollywood. Like and it. it's not like shocking scary except for this one scene and if you've seen it you know which scene it is but like it's just very um just disturbing throughout i, I that's know. like the best type of horror i think not yeah. like like traditional like gore and blood and jump scares and stuff like that like those are fun mm-hmm. but i i like it to be like unsettling for days <laughs> yeah for sure and um, I don't know, Mulholland Drive, like, it is one of my favorites, too. I don't think it's, it's just, it just gets under your skin, I think, mm-hmm. is the bigger thing. Because it's not necessarily that, like, I can't get it out of my head weeks after watching it. Right. Just every time I actually, like, really think of it, it's just, right. makes me, makes my skin crawl. That makes me want to watch it. But it's so, so good. Yeah, you have to check it out. Okay. If you can, it's hard to like get a hold of, which is why I'm buying it. 
right because it's on and off the criterion channel mm-hmm. um like they put it on and i rewatched it then and then i was gonna rewatch it again and it was not there no. <laughs> so i was like i can't i gotta have some more consistency here <laughs> so i'm gonna try to buy it too um okay this is kind of broad day 11 is a film you've always wanted to watch but haven't I have a lot of movies like yeah, that. Yeah, there's too many, I yeah. think. I don't know how I would pick just one. Yeah, let's skip that one. Okay. A film with a really sad ending is day 12. Hmm. I don't know about this one. Do you have an answer? Um, no, not off the top of my head. No, I don't really think that I do either. Let me just scroll through my letterbox and see if any jump out. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I have one. Um, Vertigo. Mm, another Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Nice. I mentioned it last episode that it was my favorite. And then I re- rewatched Rear Window and I they swapped. One really? They swapped out. Yeah. But uh, I can't really get into the ending without spoiling it. So. Uh, okay. But it's sad. It's sad. Okay, I'll have to keep that in mind when I watch it. Yeah, it's just a downward spiral from like the third act is just a downward spiral to more and more sadness. Mm-hmm. Devastating. Um, do you have one? No, I really don't. I don't know why. I can't even mm. one. Uh, let's just move on then. Okay. And then if you think of something. I don't know. Day 13 is a film that you don't get the ending of. My answer is The Lighthouse. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. (laughs) Like, I kind of understand, like, the myth that that's trying to play off of, you know? Mm -hmm. But I don't understand why that came up at the very end. Like, I just really don't. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> That's yeah. a good answer. <laughs> I don't really know on that one. I've only seen it once also, and I feel like there's a lot of movies that I've only seen once that I don't really get. And then sometimes the second time around, it's like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. That's going off of like, I'll watch any movie at least once. There's a lot that like, if I didn't really like it the first time, but I've heard good things about it, sometimes I'll watch it again, even if I didn't like it. And then if it's two strikes, then it then then it's out. <laughs> I think the an- this, my answer for this one is also Mulholland Drive. <laughs> I get it, but I kind of don't get all of it. I get the prevailing vibe, which I think was more of the point anyways, but that's just the first thing that popped into my head, so... Day 14, your favorite fantasy film. I don't know if I have an answer for this one either. Me neither. I really don't watch much fantasy. My answer would be The Lord of the Rings. I got to get on that, I guess. (laughs) It's just really well done as far as like what it decided to keep from the books and what it decided to change. That's like kind of the only thing that I think I've an equally strong opinion about both the books and the movies I'm not going to put like one over the other as being better wow that intrigues me that makes me want to read the books read and watch the movies I told myself I was going to try to not repeat stuff but like movies further down the list but they're just not popping into my head (laughs) Harry Potter's fantasy I really like the third Harry Potter. Is the a third Harry Potter is the best Harry Potter movie, at least. And maybe it's also my favorite book. Mm, I don't know. Hmm. But so, Prison of Azkaban, I'll, I'll say that's my favorite fantasy movie as well. Sounds really. good. Sirius Black, love that guy. Good guy. He's a, oh wait, I can't spoil it. <laughs> He's a, yeah. He's a questionable guy. He's a good character. That yeah. is what I'll say. Good character. Day 15, favorite action movie. 
Mm. I have an answer for okay. this one. Uh, it's called The Raid and The Raid 2. They are from Indonesia. Cool. And they are both. I think the first one is slightly better just because it's um, tighter. It, it doesn't like crisper. It doesn't try to be as expansive. So mm -hmm. it's really the premise is that like a SWAT team raids a tenement that like a drug lord owns he knows about it he locks them in and it's just an hour and a half of just straight up fighting they have to get out <laughs> that does not sound appealing to me at all yeah i mean i guess it's not for everyone but as far as just like straight up fighting it's the best you can the best out there honestly because uh, all the fighting is so brutal it's like gory is as uh, as heck um and, but like at the same time there's like a weird sense of beauty to it oh, and especially cool. like the way that it's filmed you feel every blow and it's just it's an experience to watch honestly strong recommend to anyone who has access to watching i don't really know if i could answer this one because I don't like action movies for the sake of like the action, you know what I mean? Like if I like an action movie, it's not because it's an action. It's not because the action. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's because I of see. things. So I don't really know what my answer would be. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. Just Angel because. Does that count as an action? Movie? Yeah, I think I definitely. That okay. That's my favorite. All right. Sounds good. Your favorite family film? Um, does this just mean like a movie that's good for the family or it like involves a family? <laughs> like the I core. don't know. I feel like it's up for interpretation. I know that I would say Ratatouille if it's like a family film. Uh -huh. So let's just find more creative ways to answer this. Well, if it was just a family film, my answer would be Fantastic Mr. Fox, just for the record. Mm, that is quite good. <laughs> but what would you answer if it had to be like <laughs> a movie centered around a family? Uh, the Royal Ten of Moms, maybe? <laughs> oh, I love that movie. That's my answer, too. All right. A lot of representation for Wes, the <laughs> man himself. Gotta rep West always. Um, the film you watch when you're ill. I actually have an answer for this. Me too. <laughs> I like the same movie every time that I'm sick and it's across the universe. Uh, I don't really know why. That's I a just, good one. It's very comforting to me, I guess. I see. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good answer. I also have an answer for this, but it's two. One of them is Ratatouille. <laughs> Of course. Every time I'm sick, I watch Ratatouille. Um, and then the other one is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, I like That's that. Just, for me, it's just a very feel-good movie. Yeah, it really is. I'm not probably going to rewatch that. I've, that's on my list, too, because I have it on DVD. I might watch it before the month is out. Get in, get more into that. For Can't wait to hear more about it next week. Oh, yeah. Also, I was looking at the calendar, and I realized that the end of the month isn't next week okay <laughs> so like Never. like two so two fridays from now is may 1st so oh, I'm thinking, yeah. let's just do it then yeah i see and then all right we'll get to that at the end of the episode though <laughs> okay um we still have a few days to get through um okay this is about books day 18 is a movie which is totally different to the book it's supposed to be based on Hmm. Which is like a weird kind of like very specific for this general yeah, post on your Instagram story, a movie. <laughs> um, very different from the book. Do you have an answer? Um, kind of. I'm going to say Blade Runner. Okay. But I haven't read the book that it's supposedly based off of. Mm -hmm. This is just based off of what I heard someone say. That... Because it's, it's called, what, Android's Dream of Electric... Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep? <laughs> That's the name of the book that it's based off of. Um, cool. And uh, my friend's dad, who I was talking to about this, said that 
that book was open on an adjacent table when they were writing Blade Runner. And that's probably the closest <laughs> it comes to that. <laughs> that's funny. I just remember that quote. So that's my answer for this question. That is a really great line. I don't think that I have an excellent answer, but I'll probably say Ender's Game. And it's not necessarily that the story of the movie is that much like straight from the book, but the quality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is good. know how separate the book and movie are of Ender's Game. Because right. the book is great. That is a good answer then. Um, day 19 is dumb. I'm just going to skip it and not even say it. Day 20 makes no sense to me. <laughs> okay. It says the most click film you've ever watched. Do you know what that means? No, I have no idea what that means. Yeah, I don't either. So I'm going to skip it. I don't even know how to go about answering it. Uh, your favorite mystery film? Um, I honestly, my answer the Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> uh, that is that one's quite fun. I love that one. I think I don't really know if it's my favorite. It's just the first one that popped into my head, but I think I'm going to say The Hateful Eight. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Just because you said it's not even it's not really. I've only seen it one time, and it's not necessarily my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. No, me neither. But it was pretty thrilling. I yeah, I just didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Because I thought of that and then Bad Times at the El Royale. Have you seen that one? Yes. I also really enjoyed that. I would yeah. say I hateful eight more, but I actually just remembered my favorite mystery and I don't oh. know how I forget it. It's Shutter Island. The best. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard really good things. I really want to. I think I know the spoiler, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to expose myself if it's not. Okay. Well, you probably do, to be honest with you. Yeah, but it's okay. still very fun. I've watched yeah, no, I mean, it a lot of times. I, I'm going to try to watch it soon then. Good. Because multiple people have told me that I need to check it out. It's so great. Um, your favorite romance film? Um, hmm, I don't know if I have an answer for that one. Not much of a romance watcher. Do you have one that came to mind? Uh, I think just La La Land. Oh, I like La La Land too. That's like one of my favorites and it's the highest up. I have like a like roughly ranked list of like my favorite movies on Letterboxd. So I've just been going down and seeing which qualifies and that's the highest one that I call a romance. So. <laughs> I wish I had something like that because I'm drawing a blank. And I haven't mentioned it yet. So I'll just go with that. Okay. I will. Um, all right. Your favorite old film. <laughs> what qualifies as old i have no idea <laughs> this is a tough one <laughs> <laughs> a lot of your favorite movies are super old yeah and like there are like a few silent movies that i think are really really good oh that's cool so i'll use that for my qualifications because i've seen a few really old like really old movies <laughs> um so i think i'm gonna say the general which That's is a silent comedy by Buster Keaton in set during the Civil War, which he takes a uh, takes over a Confederate train, and shenanigans ensue, and it is hilarious. <laughs> silent physical comedy is peak. I feel like that's most of the silent movies people have seen, or like Charlie Chaplin or Buster Keaton movies. For sure. Um, but for the sake of bringing more attention to some not a whole lot represented silent movies, um, mm -hmm. I want to bring up a couple. Uh, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari okay. is uh, German Expressionism, and it uh, was like the name of the movement where a bunch of German people made... Um, silent films with like really extravagant like exaggerated proportions on their sets and stuff so it just looked like you're in a, a dream dream nightmare thing that's um, really really cool and i think my favorite of those is definitely the cabinet of dr caligari so if you have access to that i'd say check uh -huh. it out for sure where are you watching those um that 
so a lot of them I found at the public library here in the Springs before I graduated. Um, Cause I have a huge selection. Yeah. And there's a good amount that are on Criterion channel, but I don't know what all is and what isn't. Um, so I'll have to check. <laughs> if you have a good answer for this, I'll look it up while you're talking real quick. Um, I think that my answer will be La Dolce Vita. Ah. 60s, so not as old as yours, but pretty old. And I love that movie so much. Well, good. I it love is it. so good. Okay, it looks like The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is on Prime right okay. now. Um, and then the other one was The General, which is my favorite silent movie. Let's see. That is also on Prime right now. Perfect. So there you go. Um, and I just really want to mention this because I've only ever heard of it from my 1001 book, but there's this, it's like an old serial from like the 1910s called Less Vampires. <laughs> okay. It's French, but it's a silent, and it wasn't like just one feature. It's like a series of shorts, I guess, but it's all condensed into like one long video on Canopy which is Canopy with a K, and it's available through like a lot of public libraries and universities for free. Oh, nice. Um, and I just think it's really, really far ahead of the time. It's like a spy thing, and like the sort of gadgets and shenanigans, it's like very over the top, but in a super fun way. Cool. And especially like for how old it is, it's like one of the oldest movies I've ever seen. And it's like done so well, and so... <laughs> So I just want to plug that, even though it's like really long and how long is it? Um, I think it's like a total of seven hours or something. Just across all of them. <laughs> yeah. It's like ten shorts. So it's like oh. basically just a TV show just all in one. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. But it's I think it was worth watching the whole thing. So I just wanted to plug it real quick. Um a film most people love, which you don't like. Avatar. <laughs> really? That's always been my answer forever. I don't know why. I just huh. don't like that movie. Huh. I don't know if I have an answer for this one. <laughs> I like Avatar. It's just, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I just remember so clearly that came out when I was in like elementary school and everyone saw it and oh. everyone talked about it. And I was like, I really just, I just don't get it. I feel so <laughs> out. That's a good one. Um, I don't know. I don't have like a specific one movie, but I'm just going to say in general, P.T. Anderson. Okay. Like everyone thinks, or like everyone says that he's like, top tier auteur working today right and there just hasn't been i've seen like maybe half of his movies and like none of them have really jumped out because <laughs> like none of them are bad but i don't see them as the masterpieces that a lot of people call them um, okay so that's my answer for that uh, day 25 is a, a sharp turn into morality and and the prompt is a film which taught you a valuable lesson <laughs> oh boy, I wasn't ready to confront this. <laughs> um, mm, do you have one? I'm going to give an artsy and pretentious answer. Okay. Um, I already said eight and a half. I got to find something that breaks the rules and okay, maybe well, learn that I could break the rules. I thought of my movie that I think has a really sad ending. Okay. It's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Ah, uh, that major, does have a sad ending. Major buzzkill at the end there. That's a good one. Okay, going back to the morality question. you have one? Uh, yeah, except I'm not going to, I refuse to make it a morality question. <laughs> I'm going to say Fallen Angels um, okay. by Wong Kar Wai. It's very artsy and... Uh, it taught me the valuable lesson that I want to make movies that are similar to this. 
because I really like the style of it and the whole thing. And it's stuff in that general direction is stuff I want to explore when I'm making my own kind of thing. Nice. And I've been thinking about this recently because I need to do my BFA application. I need to write an essay about what I, what I want to accomplish through my movies. And I think I'm going to definitely reference that. So that's my answer. I think I'm going to pick a movie that really inspired me when I was a kid. And that was Atlantis. <laughs> After I Very watched underrated. as a kid, I was like, I understand the meaning of life now. <laughs> Solid. I forgot what happens in that movie. I just remember it was very good. Yeah, I need to watch it again because <laughs> I seriously had such a profound experience after watching it. <laughs> I need to see if that holds up for me now. A film you really hate. Oh, Vivarium. This movie that I just watched. It made me so mad. Is that the one with, um, it's like, uh, who's in it? Is it Jesse? Jacksonburg. It is. Okay, it's the one I'm thinking of then. Like, it yeah. came out pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, and I just watched it a couple Not good. ago. So bad, and it's, like, yes. even worse that, I like, I did it. It's not like I just went into it not knowing what to expect. Mm-hmm. I went in, like, really expecting to like it, because I like both those actors, thought it was going to be freaky, and I was just, like, so disappointed. It was really bad. Oh, man, that's the worst. Yeah. I hate it when stuff like that happens. Wait, who's the other actor in it? Imogen Poots. Oh, okay. Because they are both in um, um, that movie. (laughs) The Art of Self-Defense. Yes. I watched that and thought it was quite good. Yeah. Quite good, but not not outstanding. Maybe. So angry. Yeah. I will try to avoid that one, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I guess my answer for this would be Justice League. That's a good answer. Just because I had like relatively high hopes going into it. Yeah, right. Not like, I mean, I definitely, not necessarily high hopes that it would be good, that it would be unique. Mm-hmm. Just because I like Zack Snyder and what he does, yeah. even when he doesn't execute super well. Like I loved Watchmen. And yeah. even though like Batman v Superman wasn't incredible, I just liked how he just went for what he does. Right. And I was expecting something similar when I watched Justice League and it was just a bland mess that was just seemed rushed and mess. Yeah. It just made me angry watching it. Like I totally agree. That's a great answer. The worst. Um I'm skipping the next one because it's dumb. Okay. A film you've watched more than two times. (laughs) Um, Um too many. There's yeah, I've watched lots of movies. So I'll answer with my most rewatched movie, which is The Shining. Okay. I've solid. seen that maybe 25 times. I've seen that one zero times. Evan! <laughs> I know. And that's one of them that I need to watch. <laughs> I get shit for not <laughs> I having I really watched. hope that you do. Because it's one of my all-time favorites. I will eventually. I know Every I will eventually. Will. I don't know. Yeah, what my most rewatched that I haven't mentioned yet has got to be, I don't know, Star Wars, maybe. I don't know. All the ones, all the ones that like I've known, I've seen like a whole lot of times I've already mentioned, namely Grand Budapest and Ratatouille. Mm -hmm. I just watched Star Wars a lot when I was a kid. So I think that's nice. Um, Day 29, a film which is the most boring thing you have ever watched. <laughs> I have an answer for this one. Oh, what's yours? Um, the title is long, but it's commonly referred to just as Jean Dielman. Okay. It's a three and a half hour movie about um, a widowed mother, single mother, just doing chores three consecutive <laughs> days. Yeah, that's and that's, that's the whole movie. And that's one of those that, like, I feel like I'm missing something. I've only seen it once, but I'm not. That's one that I'm probably not going to watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm looked down upon, or like, I will be looked down upon for not liking it. Just because it's, like, one of those that, like, is a big deal. But I just, 
there is a payoff at the end, but I just didn't think it justified everything that came before it. I don't know. I mean, regardless of whether or not it's a good movie or a bad movie, it, it is extremely boring and no one's right. going to argue that. So <laughs> it fits for this question either way. <laughs> I do not have an answer that's nearly that good. I feel I like that's just the right answer. <laughs> Wait, say again? Avatar? I would probably say Avatar again. Yeah, that's, that's why that's I remember fair. not liking it was that I thought it was super gotcha. It's so long, too. So long. I mean, I remember it being like I was interested the whole time. I was just like, this movie's so long. It was like five acts instead of the three. Oh, I know. There's like a big fight, and then there's more after it, and there's another big, big fight that might not even be quite as big. I know. It's exhausting. I don't know. I don't know. Day 30, the last day. And it's essentially a repeat of a prior question is the best film in the world oh so like you have one that's the best you've ever watched and one that's the best in the world but like how would you know if you haven't seen it yeah honestly. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i don't know how to answer maybe you're supposed to answer this one with like your personal like best ever favorite movie uh, which we know yours now we know your top three yep do you want to yep, share yep. more do you have like a top 10 I do have a top 10. <laughs> you want me to just go down the list? Take it away. I recently updated it too. So this is like semi-accurate. Um, at, in at number 10, Sunset Boulevard. Crazy. Billy, it's Billy Wilder. He's one of my top tier directors too. He nice. just, it's like kind of about silent movies from the perspective of a bygone era and he shows no mercy (laughs) he because it was made in 1950 and so he got a bunch of like old silent film stars to be in the movie and just like ragged on them (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) sad i mean it's very sad but it's a very dark movie but it's so good number nine is vertigo mentioned often was at number seven until a little while ago, but it happens. My number eight is uh, Akira, which is an anime from the 80s, an anime movie from the 80s, cool. which changed the game. <laughs> it was, it's insane and it's really good. Number seven is Fallen Angels, mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's on Criterion and um, it's kind of the second in like an unofficial kind of series that Wong Kar Wai did between Chunking Express and then this. So if you're looking for a double, fe- oh, um, I wanted to met double features is something I think a lot about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to uh, the Sunset Boulevard or Singing in the Rain followed by Sunset Boulevard would be a really fun double feature because they're both about like the transition from silent to sound in movies. Cool from a perspective of like in the future, having already known what happens. Um, and like one is hopeful and then it turns dark and I think that's fun. And then Chunking Express and Fallen Angels is a really good double feature just because over the course of like watching both movies, you get more of a feel for his style, which is like very different. And like mm-hmm. you can kind of get into it more over the course of it. And I think Fallen Angels is better even though Chunking Express gets more clout like it's higher regarded, mm-hmm. but that's a fun double feature. And number six is Rear Window. Nice. Five, La La Land, Big Lebowski, eight and a half, Ratatouille, and Grand Budapest from five to one, which have already all been and mentioned. Next. I just love talking about those movies. Thanks. <laughs> nice. Do you have any other ones that are in your favorites? No, I think I kind of mentioned all my favorites throughout this 30-day challenge. Gotcha. Um, okay, how much time we got? Because I, I did a thing where I asked questions, and I'm looking now, and there were two responses. Nice. But we've been talking for a while, so we'll get into that next week. Yeah, it's already been a whole hour. Yeah. Um, so... Since we're not doing the monthly wrap-up next week, we're going to wait another one. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about watching a movie, and I kind of picked one out that I want to see. 
Um, and it's kind of applicable because I was talking earlier about like um, silent, like physical comedies. Mm-hmm. And this one is not silent, but it is a physical comedy in which the director is also the star. Um, it's in French, though. It's Jacques Tati's Playtime. Okay. Um, and he's kind of like, I haven't seen any of his movies, but he's kind of known as one of the uh, great physical actors that aren't from the silent era. And I think this is regarded as maybe his best one. Okay. So I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I don't think I've watched anything like that, so. (laughs) It should be fun. (laughs) Um, And it's available on Criterion and Canopy. Sweet. Um, Did you end up, like, doing the Criterion trial or whatever? No, I didn't. Logan just sounded like that movie for me. Oh, I see. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, you might want to try this on Canopy. Okay. Uh, the only thing with that is that I found recently is that the catalog is different for universities and public libraries. So there's okay. some movies that I can't watch through the school that are available on the website. Um, but luckily, like you can put on your account. I recently found this out on my account. Like I have both my Boulder login and my Pikes Peak Library District login. Oh, okay, cool. So like it should overlap with for everything. But I don't know. Cool. I'll check it out. What works. But yeah. But I want to see that for next week. Sounds good. It would be fun. Okay. Um, um, and then, as far as the book that you said, the collected, collected schizophrenia, I found it on Amazon and it's not too expensive. So I think I want to get it. Yay. And read that. So excited for us to read this. Woo-hoo. And since um, since it's pretty short. Yeah. Um, you want to just do it like a month from, or maybe just three weeks from now. Yeah. Like we'll do the movie and then the monthly wrap up and then, then shoot for the week after that. Okay. And then we'll just update as we go. But yeah, I yeah. think I'm going to buy that and start reading it. Yay. I'm really excited. I keep like seeing it on my shelf and I'm like, oh, I wish I could start that, but I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> for <All> the podcast. <laughs> well, now let's, let's go for it. Let's get it started. Yes. Um, all right. One last thing before we go, I want to do this thing at the end of the episode where we both recommend an album, mm-hmm. just because, like this is labeled. I've listed this as like a movie, book, and music podcast, and I yeah. feel like we don't talk about music a whole lot. So yeah. I think if we just work in a little reference at the end of each episode, yeah, sounds just good. An, and then let's try not to repeat any albums from week to week. Okay. Do you have one in mind? I do. Let's hear it. I'm choosing the artists that you recommended to me recently, which is Alexandra Savior, her album, Belladonna of Sadness. I think it's so perfect for these moody, angsty quarantine times. That's so good. It's so good. It is. Yeah. I watched a live show on YouTube that she did. She has like a crazy lisp. I had no idea. Wow. It's yeah, very strong when she's that. talking. Yeah. Wow. I was so surprised. We're going to have to watch like an interview yeah. or something that really shocks me. But I love that crazy. album and I just really. Yeah, I definitely it. like that album better than her new one too. I do too. More dark and moody. Okay, for the week. Check it out. Uh, mine is Mumford and Son's first album. Sigh No More? Sigh No More. It's so awesome. good. Perfect. And like times so right? sad <laughs> right and like i feel like mumford and sons like gradually got worse over their Absolutely. discography All the but time. like yeah. i had that one on vinyl and i listened to it earlier today and i was yeah. like man it's just so good it, that is an all-time favorite album for me like all time and i i always go back to it when i'm in a, a funk it's up there for me too it, it's so sad you can cry to it feel better can awesome. yell along to it certain songs yeah. too. man dust bowl dance i think it's called from like the very yeah. end of that like the second to last song goes so hard yes, love it all right so that's all we have for today it went a little bit longer but it like it's fine because it was a bit shorter last week so yeah and it was fun i had a good time yeah i did too that was our uh 30-day instagram challenge 
if you would like to watch Playtime by Jacques Tati from the year 1967 before next week, feel free to do so. That's what we're going to be talking about. And we'll be answering questions that you pose to us. I'm not going to put it on Instagram again because that was a lot for me to do. And the turnout wasn't worth the anxiety of posting it. So if you have any questions, either send them to me or I'll make a Google form or something. Updates to come. But thanks all to all who listening. And that's it for this time. Have a great week. See you next week. Uh, okay. Bye now. <laughs>